like to welcome everybody to another edition of the Major Music Lounge podcast. It's your boy D Dot, along with Austin James. Also, if you notice the attire, you notice the attire. Another fellow Raider fan. It's always good to have another fellow Raider fan on the show with me. In fact, you know, it's kind of um, ironic that we're doing this interview today. And it's just the preseason. But about they're about to too. play in a couple <laughs> of minutes. So, uh, you know, with that being said, what's good, Austin? Man, I'm just hoping Jimmy G stays healthy. I hope we have a good season. And aside from that, I mean, man, football season's coming up, so it's going to be the ultimate balance. Just, yeah. been, uh, just trying to stay in overdrive with this music stuff, so at least, like, for this time of the year, fantasy football goes crazy. I got, I think, three or four leagues I'm in this year, so I got to be I gotta be on my P's and Q's. Man, yeah, it's uh between that, because you got football starting in two and a half, three weeks, looks like it. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, two months after that, we got the NBA season. I don't know how big of an NBA fan you are, but I'm a, I'm a pretty big NBA guy myself. And, uh, you know, balancing all of that along with the music, along, <laughs> along with everything else, you know, it's, uh, it's mm-hmm. that time of the year. But I love it. I love it all, oh, man. Most definitely. Most definitely. So uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, I like to always start off uh, about your journey as a creator. How long have you been creating music and whether it's people that are close to you and your family or maybe some friends or maybe it might be someone's music, but who are some of your influences? Man, so the first time I realized that I really loved hip hop music was uh, in high school. I graduated, I was in the class of 2012, and I think it was like 2011, 2012, some shit like that. Me and my homies were at my house, hanging out. I lived in Alabama at the time, too. Uh, My parents were separated, so I lived down in Alabama for like seven and a half years, eight years. And we were just chilling at the house. For some reason, Ice Cream Paint Job came on, and that instrumental came on. And I spazzed for like a minute straight. And that's when I realized, like, oh, okay. And then uh, I started taking it seriously when my uh, when my brother got locked up. I want to say he's out now. Thank God. Uh, it was like nine years ago. So it was more or less of like, uh, hold on, let me show you that if you stick your mind in something, you could do basically whatever you want to do and get it done. Yeah, man. So it uh, turned into a habit at that point. Man, and it, uh, you know, like one, I like your flow, you know, just kind of listening to to your music no problem and um also like your sound you you you're you sing and you also rap and Mm -hmm. like um i guess the next question would be like what led you is it maybe one you you talked about rapping first you know getting inspired like by ice cream paint job uh but like what came first the rapping or the singing Oh, rapping, rapping first. I'm, my my singing voice still needs some work, but it, after a certain while of just writing, 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 I got I got so many notebooks, bro. It's crazy. So after a certain point, it was just kind of repetitive to me, and I know that I can become a more versatile artist, and that could eventually bring out my individuality and my craft. 
So I like I I used to listen to just random rock bands when I was a kid, like Linkin Park, uh, Creed, like all like just so old like older stuff. At least for like people who say, for example, uh, in Mikey's group chat. Shout out to Mikey, by the way. Shout out to Mike. And that man, that man is a workhorse when it comes to the social media marketing. He's a, I love that. So, um, I feel like a lot of people in that particular generation wouldn't really know Creed things like that. But I definitely uh, like to emulate that 08 sound. Yeah. That uh, kind of like that early rock sound. It just, it for some reason, it just feels more natural that way. I used to listen to a lot of. A lot of music around that era too. So just trying to find some way to bring those two and make my own bridge for it. So that way when they hear that particular sound, they're like, Oh, that's Austin James. Yeah, man. It uh because around that time, like that you're talking, um, that's it brought me back to that because I was working at Best Buy in the music area. And mm. <laughs> I could remember, you know, like you were saying with Creed, you know, a lot of their projects coming out around that time and uh you know we'd have it playing on the loudspeaker at at work whatever the new release was at that time so right. you know kind of listening to your music that's the vibes that I got as well so um next question would be uh you have a online presence online um that I think is much needed in 2023 for you know being a creator whether you're artist or whether you're a producer and um mm -hmm. one of the things that i also notice is you know you post your work and you also engage your followers um how has just staying active online as a creator uh helped you grow as an artist or you know just learning how to market yourself online uh, as far as marketing myself online, I just like to be vulnerable. I like to make sure that my heart's on my sleeve because I, I notice that we live in a world where a lot of people or basically everybody has something they're going through. And 99% of the people are just very, very good at hiding it. I want to be a part of that 1% that could kind of just make it easier for everybody to talk about their problems. And that's where, like, at least it motivates me to engage in social media so I'm not the biggest fan, to be 100 percent honest about it. I think uh, I think just the connectivity of being on the phone at all times it does it does create this wall for creative juices to stop flowing, setting a standard that's very very uh, unrealistic in certain aspects. So that's why like I don't, I mean I'm gonna eventually start making high quality stuff where like music videos and things like that are gonna start rolling out. But in the meantime, I want people to know that like artists are still humans at the end of the day. They still are. They still have emotions. They still have to process things. And we're honestly one of the few in the world that can take our emotions and transmute them into something completely different. It could go from negative to positive, positive from negative, whatever we decide. But I want people to feel comfortable with being themselves on social media and not having to worry about, oh, am I looking good in this photo am i reaching the right group of people with this group of words or whatever just be yeah. fucking self you know what i mean like yeah. that's a, that's where i really really want to like leave at least at the end of whatever this road is at least know that like i've i've helped change people's mindsets on that kind of thing solid yeah man it's um uh, kind of the same for me here like um one of the things you talked about just just being yourself on social media and for me that's kind of helped me as well because 
I, I mean, I went through phases, you know, when, when Instagram first started, you know, that's when I was kind of going out a lot, doing a lot of performances and mm-hmm. just taking a lot of photos, just wanting to be seen. But, you know, getting a little older and living, learning, you know, through past mistakes. And, you know, what I've kind of grown to is, you know, just exactly that, showing people like just different sides of myself, you know, not just with music, being myself, but like um, on YouTube, for example, I, I I had surgery earlier this year and I've kind of documented my journey through that. And right. um, it's helped me connect with other people maybe that, you know, they, they want to talk about their own personal situation, whether it's something physical or whether, you know, it's something mental. Uh, but, you know, more so using social media to um, help connect with other followers and other potential fans. But um, it's also helped, you know, just like yourself, uh, Mikey made that post in the group about the podcast and it's helped mm-hmm. me network with other people as well. Um, so, you know, I kind of utilize it mainly for networking and uh, connecting with others, you know, connecting with others, whether that are fans of the music or, you know, I put out tutorials and things like that on YouTube as well. So um, it's helped me build from that standpoint. And people can recognize, too, whether you're authentic Mm -hmm. or whether you're not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And just listening in, uh, you sent me a folder, a Google Drive folder I went through, um, one of the tracks that I liked that was in that folder was uh, Choice. And then um, I also went to your Apple Music and um, I listened to, you had to re- release a new single called Reality. Now, those mm-hmm. are two different vibes there. That's kind of what I was talking about earlier. Now, one thing I got to ask, because uh, listening to Reality, um, do you play guitar or like you got that beat from somebody? I actually found that beat. Uh, I need to improve a little bit more on my production side before I start getting comfortable with doing all the production mixing. Because I, I mix myself. I got my whole recording set up here. I don't have any natural instruments. I want to be able to start doing live audio recordings and things like that. I have a buddy who's in a metal band and uh, he plays guitar. He's a guy who taught me also how to do all my vocal engineering stuff. So I'm getting to that particular point where I can start like getting a good mix down on the beats for some reason it's so much easier to mix my vocals than it is to mix a beat have you yeah. is this is it the same thing for you uh yeah yeah i would say so um that, but that's like for me i always kind of like think of mixing i've never really had that background and it's it's more of like a never-ending process for me because i'm never truly satisfied so yeah, you, sometimes there's I gotta, always room for growth. There's always yeah. room for growth. I, I, I got to push that. myself to release projects. Cause I'm like, okay, well this, you're not hearing much of a difference in the sound now. And sometimes right. I may send it off for somebody else to mix with. I feel that. Yeah. I'm a, uh, I've been recording with a, a new group of people these last few months. Great people. It's very, very influential to be around them too, because they bring that out of me where say, for example, there's like, there was a night last week where we had like six people and just getting that feel of like, all right, tuning, tuning this voice and then mixing down this voice, compressing this voice, EQing this voice and just finding the right transitional points for all of them. And then it kind of dawned on me like, damn, I should really start making beats for everybody. Like I probably, probably be helpful. 
get myself out of the restaurant industry at some point, one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, what kind of setup? Like you use Pro Tools or? I'm a Logic guy. Logic. Okay. All right. Logic Me too. all day. Me hey, too. let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. And like you said, you want to get into making beats. That's a really good place to start too. Mm-hmm. Like I love Logic for our production as well. I've been you. I went through like Logic Nine, Logic Ten, and uh, I even got Logic on the iPad. And um, I use some other DAWs as well, but I do most of my vocals in Logic. Uh, maybe sometimes on my iPad and another app called Cubases. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, just having that home setup, like one of the things I always think that. Every artist, you know, I know some artists like to go to outside studios and that's cool, you know, as long as you got a place to record. But I also think that it's very important for um, a lot of artists to have a home setup because when those ideas hit, uh, I remember like when I didn't have a home setup and, you know, when you, you might write your lyrics down, but the vibe just ain't the same, you know, Mm -hmm. from there in a the moment versus okay if i write this song now and then i go to studio you know i can drop it there and uh how has that helped you as far as um being able to because another thing i notice is you're very consistent with your releases like you released mm-hmm. a lot of singles um how has that helped you as far as a creator uh being consistent with your releases I think as far as having my home set up, first and foremost, the most important thing in my eyes has been the development of my sound. Because, you know, everybody has this studio standard of how music should be sounding and everything. In my case, I like to make different kinds of music. So I want to find a way to find a sound that fits all of those molds, but still is recognizable to be under my name. So at least finding that comfortability in that aspect makes it easier to stand behind the music that I make. That making it that much easier to just be like, all right, Distro Kid, I'm going to go ahead and plan out this month. And then I'm just going to start stacking more stuff into the folders like that, like I do with the Google Drive, and then plan out the next portion. But right now, I I, I released pretty consistently when it came to like just like every other week or every week. Um, I'm working on a project now where it can kind of just highlight that diversity and just more or less just show that you can make whatever you want and it'd be good music and people will still love it. Yeah. At least that's the idea. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, what you said, it, that's also another thing is, um, having that Google drive, I'm sure, you know, you get an idea. And you you talked about Mikey and you know his uh his work ethic. Um mm-hmm. I'm I'm very impressed with that. He's been on this show as well. Uh mm-hmm. but like I think the more often you work, yeah, you will eventually develop that sound and you're gonna feel a little bit more comfortable every time you start to release music until you get to a point where it's just comfortable. And you know, there's been several projects even most recently, um, I may record, I don't know, 15, 20 tracks, but I might, I might end up picking 10 of those tracks, uh, mm-hmm. to be on an album. And then the other 10, you know, maybe they don't make the album, but somewhere later down the line, I might put those on something else. But, um, 
you know, it, it just gives you an idea. And then repetition, you know, all together, uh, mm -hmm. you're going to fine tune, you know, if you're a rapper, you're going to fine tune your flow. You should fine tune your flow. Uh, yeah. And then same thing if you're a singer as well. Um, yeah, man. And then um, what other plans for like 2023 do you have as an artist? You know, are you working towards an album or, you know, you're going to kind of stick with the plan of singles? I gotta I'm I'm trying to decide right now if it should be eight or ten songs on this next project I'm dropping. Uh, it's gonna be maybe at the end of September or I'm I might push it to Halloween, but I'm gonna drop a couple of the songs off of that project that I'm working on in between that time. And while doing that, I'm gonna be doing a try to at least get a couple shows in. And then, you know, just do do the word of mouth promotion as well as social media marketing, just constantly trying to find some Something that hasn't been done yet. That's kind of my focus when it comes to the social media marketing of it. I want some sort of like, oh, I've never seen this done before when something with my music related is popping up. So just I'm I'm gonna be working on that. I wanna I wanna get a couple I have an idea for a video. I'm waiting to hear back from somebody to hopefully get that ball rolling. And uh oh, I'm also waiting on possible couple features on uh so say for example that song love yourself on the google drive i got this girl i'm really trying to get i want like that female perspective of that song concept on that song i feel like that would be the perfect lead single so i'm just going to talk about that and casually manifest that so hopefully that comes out pretty soon so um yeah just uh just mainly just want to start branching out and in the process of this whole rollout just finding new artists that have that like-mindedness and just kind of work with them and see where it goes yeah man and you mentioned doing shows where are you from uh, i'm from the east bay east cali mm -hmm. okay um and uh what's the music scene like in your city um well where i live at in concord it's a. Uh, be honest with you i think there was a there was a rapper that was doing pretty good and he ended up having a kid. I haven't heard from him in a minute. Um, pretty quiet. Pretty chill. Pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. where that a lot of room. A lot of room. At, at least in the in the area that I live in, it's like four million people. My buddy, my buddy told me that the other day. I'm like, damn, four million people. That's a lot of people I could get tuned into my music. So I want to start figuring out ways to just you know you know like you've been in the Bay Area, right? I have not. I have not been the bad. Man, it's it's something else, bro. It's amazing. I I love it here. Man. So um, a lot of like street performers and things like that. That's one of the things I've been want. I've been meaning to knock off my list of things to do as as an artist is put your ego to the side, stand on the sidewalk for a little bit, toss out some tapes, even perform your music on the sidewalk where you know you're not getting paid or anything like that. I've been itching to do that, so I think I'm gonna do that pretty soon. Go out Man. to San Francisco. Go to the wharf. Even go to Oakland, find a cool area out there. Like Man, I, I might be uh headed out there. I actually did a, a track uh with another artist from the Bay by the name of Zach One. Uh also been on this show, but uh we did a collaboration track and he wants to do a video. So I might be coming out there for that. Uh been to, to Southern California though. And then uh, I went to Allegiant Stadium uh, last year to oh, see man. the Raiders. I still haven't done that yet. 
man definitely recommend it man I, I might try to get out there this year before the the uh, season is over uh but man i had a, a blast we went uh they had played the texans and they had won that game but uh, i did that and then i took a tour the next day and got to see like the locker room the the three super bowl trophies mark yeah. davis suite uh man it was a, pr- a pretty cool experience man I wish Mark Davis would have given Oakland that chance like he did at Vegas. I don't know if that's kind of stepping on toes in any type of way, but as an Oakland Raider fan, when I found out they went to Vegas, I was like, damn, they deserve it, but damn, it's going it's to take so long to get out there. Man, yeah. it And they, they're letting the, uh, the A's, they're going to Vegas too, huh? Yeah. Man. I feel bad for Oakland though. That's they're taking everything away from that city. But I think that it was saying the the mayor didn't want to get jacking the fun. up rent prices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Like the overall Coliseum. I don't know what they plan on doing with that, but it's just these Cal- the California inflation prices are too much, way yep. too much. Especially for any organization that's trying to thrive in Oakland right now. It's just not really. Yeah, I mean, not really Texas. the best time for that. And we're getting a lot of people from the West Coast in Texas. Mm-hmm. I know Man. a shit ton of people that have moved down to Texas. <laughs> I'm like, get some sweet tea for me, please. I miss sweet tea so much, man. You can't find that shit out here. Man. <laughs> Got a lot of that. <laughs> man. Man. So before we end the show, man, you know, since we are talking about the Raiders, um, what was your or what are your expectations for this season because it's a lot of it's a lot of change i feel Mm -hmm. i mean everything from jimmy we got some new guys on defense hearing some great things about the defense by the way um in training camp and we'll see if it translates to the season but i feel like and i hope you know that i want to say there's we can't get any worse than last year but (laughs) there actually could be there there is room (laughs) There's room for error. But um, I think, oh. you know, a solid nine games. Uh, I think they could have a chance with nine games that they won uh, this year. Um, I would like to see 10, but we'll see. You know, we got to take some baby steps first if we could see where we land mm-hmm. from there. Um, a lot depends on Jimmy G's health. Uh, but, you know, what's your thoughts about going into next season? Well, this coming season. So one thing I'm worried about, um, so you, you notice that kind of like play style offense where like, say, for example, the Tennessee Titans with Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah. You remember that dynamic that Tannehill had where he would throw maybe nine or ten passes a game? Yeah. If 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 that's how it's going to go for Jimmy G, because he did that a lot, like even uh, in the Super Bowl, in the, in the last Super Bowl that he played, and he only threw like 10, 12 passes, something like that. Yeah, I remember, yeah. So if we could find a way to make that work and not put too much of a workload in on Josh Jacobs and um, who's that new cat we got? Zamir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If Zemir if we White. find a yeah if we find a way to at least even out that workload and Jimmy actually consistently plays his role of where we need him to play at, I think I I think not I think nine wins is a solid. Is a solid, uh, a solid goal. It's just a matter of staying healthy. Um, 
our man, I hope our offensive line pulls through. So that's been a that was a painful thing. Was, oh, a few years back, I was at work. Uh, I work in the food industry, so I've seen a handful of uh, professional athletes. I recognized Kalechi Osamele. Oh yeah, a few years back, and I was like, I was so excited. All my coworkers, they were like, "How are you going to just assume he's a football player?" I'm like, "I'm a Raiders fan." Charles Woodson came. <laughs> Charles Woodson came in here, and I geeked out when he came in. So I know, like, I know who's who, and I be- I made a bet with everybody. I went up to him, dropped off his food. I was like, hey, bro, I just wanted to thank you for guarding my man Derek Carr in real life. And then whenever I play Madden, keep doing your thing. He dapped me up and everything. So, like, <laughs> that from that moment on, that's when I started keeping in touch. Like, all right, who's replacing my boys? Who's replacing Coletio Samele? Who's, who's replacing all the – like, we had such a solid offensive line for years. Years, yeah. So, that's – Offensive line, secondary defense, and quarterback. Those are three essential spots that we need to be A1 in if we are going to have a successful season. So I'm going to be keeping my fingers crossed for that. Man, same here, man. It's uh, I think a lot will depend on Jimmy's health. And uh, also, for me, McDaniel's play calling. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought last year, in certain situations at the end of games, I didn't like some of the play calling down the stretch when, you know, throwing the football on third and one when you got Josh Jacobs back there. Like, right. I just didn't get situations like that. Um, and, man, it, you know, tell a quick story before, you know, we go. Um, I had actually met Michael Crabtree at my job um, probably like 17, 2017 before that season. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't do well that 2017 season. But um, same thing, man. Like, I was across uh, the building, across the store. And I just, I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, man, this dude looks familiar. So I walk up to him and he wanted to buy a computer. And uh, I got the computer out for him and everything. And I looked at the credit card and I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Crabtree <laughs> and uh he was pretty cool man got a got a picture with him and everything and uh yeah and, uh, cool. I was pretty excited the rest of my shift and you know man, I, 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 would, I, would, I would be juiced <laughs> <laughs> there no one could tell me no like I just met Michael Crabtree can't ruin my day man and I and I live in I live in Dallas so I hear it from a lot of Cowboys fans that mm-hmm. you know you live here and you're not a Cowboys fan. And, you know, you talk a lot of shit all the time. And just to rub that in their face, that day felt good. Yeah, you talk some <laughs> sense to them. I, 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 had a, I had a Cowboys fan that used to live down the street from me uh, when I was a kid. Left the worst taste in my mouth when it comes to Cowboys fans. Like, I'm not I'm not knocking every single Cowboys fan. Like, I've met some pretty solid ones. But there's some that are just, that, are, that act like they got more dimension than Jerry Jones. And that shit's wild to me. It's crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. I deal with them year round. They're just delusional. <laughs> I know. I know. It, I know it. Man, tell our uh, listeners, man, where can they find uh, yourself online and where can they find your music at? All right. So let me make sure I'm doing the Instagram right real quick but uh on all platforms you could find me as austin james 
there's a money sign in my first name instead of a regular S because I'm a very firm believer on manifesting the future you want for yourself. So you can find me as Austin James with the money sign on all platforms. And then Austin James 2.0 underscore on Instagram. And then hi, my name is Austin James on TikTok. I don't really get active on Twitter since they turn to X. Um, Facebook is Facebook. So that that's that. But yeah, um, you can find me on all platforms as Austin James money sign. And there's going to be a lot of stuff coming. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be pretty exciting. And the ball is not going to stop rolling from that point either. So it'll be cool just to have more people grow. And I appreciate you giving your time to help me branch that out too. Very, oh, man. Appreciative of that. No, no problem at all. And uh, I wanted to also say that, you know, I appreciated you for, you know, we were trying to make this happen, but, you know, it's unfortunate circumstances. Hope everything is going good now. And just for reaching out to me, man, because, uh, you know, I've had times in the past where, you know, sometimes some people have things going on. It's totally understandable, but, you know, they don't yeah. even show up and it's no notice. And, you know, I really appreciate you hitting me up. So, oh, of um, course, man, I, I I was super excited from this from the jump. So uh, when my mom had her little foot thing happen, I was like, oh, man, well, she she comes first. Doesn't matter. Yeah, no matter yeah. what. Mom's is first. But uh, I'm, I'm just I'm really glad because from my angle too, a lot of people would have been like, oh, man, he, he flaked on me once. Oh, it's all bad. But I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate that yeah. a lot. No problem at all, man. Uh, y'all can follow me on Instagram at D dot underscore major music as well as uh same thing on threads. And if you like this episode, go ahead, hit the subscribe button and hit the like button as well. And uh, you can listen to new episodes of the major music lounge, not only on YouTube, but also all podcast streaming platforms. And until next time it's D dot and Austin James and we're out. Control turned on as I'm coasting Never speak on it, put the plan in forward motion Make adjustments on the fly, you would think I'm coaching Stick to the plan, look ahead, forward motion Lose control turned on as I'm coasting Never speak on it, put the plan in forward motion Make adjustments on the fly, you would think I'm coaching Stick to the plan, look ahead, forward motion